Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Our buddy John Kelly, the voice of the blues on FS Midwest, joins us now in the blues booth here on 101 ESPN with Michelle. I'm Randy. JK, good to have you with us. How you doing? Doing fine. How are you guys today? Everything's terrific. I want to start with this because I know that you're reading everything there is uh, voraciously about uh, the the news, quote-unquote, that's coming out of the NHL. Is there anything that has happened over the course of the last week, John, that has made you feel more or less confident about things getting started? No, I think that my level of confidence has remained the same, Randy. I think from the outset, um, the commissioner, Gary Bettman, and, and, and Bill Daly, his, his second man in command, they've been positive, and, and they have been very honest about their goal, and that's to play some hockey and have a Stanley Cup champion this year and then have a full season next year. But uh, obviously, a lot has to happen. A lot still has to happen. Um, they're not even in phase um, two with the players coming back and having a training camp. So, we're still a ways away, but, you know, there were a lot of reports over the weekend that the back-to-play committee, which, of course, is comprised of some players, um, that they're getting closer to some kind of resolution. So, you know, I'm crossing my fingers, guys, that we'll have an announcement this week and we can start making some plans and having hockey back. But, obviously, um, things have to happen, and the negotiations are taking place, I would assume. And let's just hope it works out. We're all crossing our fingers, too, John. We definitely miss hockey. We definitely miss sports. One of the things that I was wondering if you may have heard any rumblings about is, you know, I know that the NHL has to take into account all of the different limitations and restrictions in all of the different states, and I know they vary between states, but specifically here in Missouri, as things start to lessen, as some of these restrictions start to lessen, I wonder if there will be a situation where the Blues players might be able to go to Centene or go to Enterprise and get some skating in because I know that that's something that they've been missing and something that they're going to need to do sooner rather than later. So I was just curious if there's been any rumblings about them being able to access the facilities at some point. Yeah, Michelle, I've not heard that, um, but that is obviously one of the key steps is for the players to start skating and, and you know, getting in skating shape. There's, you know, there's a big difference between physical shape and skating shape for a hockey player. But as of now, the Blues facility is not open. And, uh, you know, until it is, the players obviously can't skate as far as we know. Now, if a guy is home in Sweden and he can get an ice rink and and skate, that's up to him. Um, But as far as the Blues facility being open, um, we're of the understanding that none of the NHL training facilities are open at this point. But hopefully that can change here in the next week or two. John, you were a, a player when you were a younger person and you still skate. How long does it take to get your skating legs? 
Well, Randy, you know, obviously when you're talking about NHL players, these guys are in such great shape, as you know, and um, they're working, working about, worried about their nutrition and their, their physical well-being at all times. You know, the rule of thumb right now, Randy, is that they would need a three-week training camp. So if you consider that, and you, you also have to get the players back into St. Louis, and some of them um, are in in European destinations. And, and actually, the border right now, to my knowledge, is not open between the U.S. and Canada. So any player that's gone back to Canada um, at this point, I'm not sure if they could come back. So, you know, I would think they would need, you know, a week or 10 days on their own and then the three-week training camp. So you're, you're talking about a, a month or so before they could be ready to play. But these guys are in such great shape. Um, it's so, it, But again, it, the big thing, obviously, with skating and not having been on the ice for so long now is you're concerned about muscle pulls and groin pulls and things like that. So I would think overall it would be about a month. John Kelly with us on 101 ESPN. JK, a lot of things are happening, obviously, away from the ice, and players are trying to think of things to do. The union, the NHLPA, put together a tournament of players for a fortnight battle, and the Blues youngsters, man, we talk about the Blues being a veteran team, and they are. Cairo Dunn and Robert Thomas beat every other of the 83-man teams in the NHLPA to win that fortnight tournament yesterday. That's awesome. I mean, <laughs> you know, I, I guess uh, if you're going to be competitive and, and, and try to win a Stanley Cup, that's great. But be competitive in every area of your life. So, you know, I don't play. I'm not a gamer, Randy. I'm not either. I know my son is. He, he, plays, uh, he plays almost all night with his buddy. <laughs> um, so that's, that's really good. And I've heard and I've talked to the players about it. And, you know, as you know, we're on the road a lot and there's just so much downtime that that's what these guys do is they have dinner and they get in their rooms and they they play Fortnite or whatever against each other. So, hey, that's good for those guys that they're they're skilled and determined. Congratulations to them. I would think that's if uh, the, the Fortnite game would have been available, that would have been what Brett Hull did in the prime of his career <laughs> rather on a trip to New York or L.A. or something like that, right? Yeah, Brett, Brett's a character, yeah. I don't know. He's, uh, he's such a social guy. I, I can't. I don't. I just can't see Brett holed up in a hotel room playing games all night. Maybe I'm wrong, Randy. But as you know, he's such a social guy um, and loves to have a good time. But I don't know. You know, hearing that the Blues players are champions, even in a digital, you know, video game tournament, obviously is no surprise. But the fact that they are so into video games and that they have no problem being locked up and finding entertainment inside that way makes me feel positive that whenever this thing does get back up and running, that the Blues will take this seriously and that they'll follow the guidelines and stay inside. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's the good thing is, you know, once we do resume and we do, um, these guys will most likely be quarantined and they'll have a lot of time to, to play cards and play video games and, and to sort of reestablish the bonds that they have. I mean, this is a really tight team, as, as you know, and, and you have to be a tight team to win a championship. So uh, they're great friends. And um, if it takes video gaming or cards or whatever to, to remain close, then 
that's fantastic. Hey, John, I want to give you one observation I have as a fan, and I, I don't know if I would feel this way as a player or not, but we don't see any arguments over money because of the salary cap in the NBA and the NHL. Yet, NHL and NBA players are doing better financially than they other they ever have. It seems to me that in a situation like this, having a salary cap with a salary floor is a good thing for the players. Well, I think it's worked well, Randy, and I, I assume you're you're referring perhaps to baseball yes. that has the luxury tax and no floor um, and really no ceiling. To me, and I love baseball, don't get me wrong, but this is my opinion that it's grossly unfair when you have a team like the Yankees spending, you know, I don't even know what the payroll is, Randy, you would know. I would think it's well into the 200 million. Right. Um, and you have other teams spending less than $50 million. I, I just don't see how that is competitive balance and how it's fair to the fans of those teams that are not spending near what the Yankees are and some of the other teams. So I think the cap has worked well in hockey. We've had a lot of different champions. And, you know, the biggest thing is there's hope for all these teams at the start of the year. I mean, two years ago, the Blues missed the playoffs, and they won the Cup last year. Um, obviously they weren't one of the, the the worst teams in the league, but it just goes to show you that when you have the cap, that there's more competitive balance. And I, th- I think it's a good thing overall for our game of hockey. And just to give you an idea, baseball-wise, in 2020, if we had played a season, the Orioles were scheduled to start with a payroll of $56 million. The Yankees, Garrett Cole and Giancarlo Stanton, were scheduled to make $58 million. Those two players. We're going right. to I mean, more than the there Orioles. There you go. Right. There you go. I mean, I, I look at, at it sort of like in very simplistic form, Randy, when you were a kid and say you were in, in uh, school and, and you had two captains pick a team for, for, say, a game of kickball. Well, what if one captain got the first 10 choices of all the kids? Well, of course they're going to pick the best players. So that's the way I look at it. The rich teams are going to get the best players, and it's just not – it's just not fair, but that's the way it is, and that's their system, and, and um, you know that's their business, really. Finally, bottom line, we do have this committee, this return-to-play committee. As you mentioned, players and owners are involved, and the owners had a Board of Governors meeting yesterday. But I'm with you. I, I would hope that by the end of this week that they can reach some agreement to get us back to playing. Well, that's what, you know, again, I was reading on the weekend. Uh, a few of the insiders were saying that they're getting closer to a resolution, and they're hoping to have some kind of announcement this week. Uh, I know that Gary Bettman um, was involved in some uh, conferences yesterday that the reports were that he was talking about coming back, but still no firm plan and and firm deadline of when they, they might come back. So hopefully we'll find something out here in the next week or you know, two weeks at the most because a lot of fans and a lot of people in the game, like myself, are are certainly itching for some news and, and for plans to come back and, and see, see hockey again this summer. John Kelly, always great to talk to you, but I can't wait to see you again. I'm looking forward to it. All right, thanks for having me.